You should get off my bicycle. Oh yeah? I spiked all the way from the world. Did you ride Alita, up as Alita is in. Did you ride a monocycle back from the gym? I did. I rode the monocycle <laughs> and I had a young girl behind me who was leaning so far that she was almost falling over me. Got your, her head on top, her chin on top of your head yeah. the whole time. I was like, that's not comfortable for him. <laughs> Have those things ever looked good in movies? Because they a still monocycle? clearly looked like they were like strapped to a truck or something. Well, it's like, it's, <laughs> it's taken the stupidity of the unicycle look and it's just like evolved. <laughs> it just like carried that forward. There was one point. I thought they were cool. When they first introduced, we'll talk through this later, but when they first introduced Hugo as like the coolest guy in in <laughs> the city and then he's like, anyway, I'll see you around and he hopped on that thing and then like almost crashed into the truck <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> like, <"Be> you too. <laughs> Welcome to Filmhouse, everybody. Uh, this week's episode is sponsored by Robin Hood. Uh, so thanks, Robin Hood, for bringing us here this week. Uh, my name is Daniel. I've got Jacob, James, and John with us Whoa, this week. Whoa, J-Crew. Whoa. J-Cubed? J-Cubed. You guys have a little uh, boy band going. Yeah. You bet. And when I fuck Jacob's mouth, <laughs> then Jacob fucks your mouth. mouth. And then we form a J. I fuck my mouth. mouth, yeah. Yeah, in the, all <laughs> in the, the shape, shape of, of a J, J the whole time. <laughs> well, uh, we all saw Alita Battle Angel this weekend. Uh, for you that don't know, uh, Alita Battle <clears throat> Angel is about a cyborg girl reborn into a dystopic future and sent on a journey of self-discovery. It's kind of a Pinocchio story that happens after the apocalypse. Uh, and this film is adapted from a cyberpunk fight manga from the 90s by a guy named Yukito Kashiro. Uh, James Cameron sat on the script for about 20 years and decided to make Avatar movies forever. So pass this one off <laughs> to his bud, him. Robert Rodriguez. Um, and I actually think, as opposed to a lot of the movies we've seen recently where we kind of say the filmmakers are, you know, uh, foaming it in, phoning it in, mm-hmm. you know, the venoms of the world. Uh, I think these guys actually cared and made a pretty fun movie. Uh, you guys might disagree. What do you guys think? Or should we start with no spoilers and stuff? How, yeah, how, how do you, you want to do? How do you want to set this up? I say we avoid spoilers for a little bit, okay. and then uh, we can get into all uh, the secret endings and whatnot okay. later on. Got it. Um, Although I, I don't know why anyone would tune in and watch this and expect us not to spoil stuff because we kind of like us. Dan. We do every week. They're here for us. Yeah. Well, that's why they come. Yeah. Uh, well, if spoilers. you are tuning in waiting for us to spoil it, I would say stop and go see this movie because I loved it. Yeah. Did I did I had a little mystery to that? No, it no, sounded no. like you were gonna say you liked it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um I thought it was very fun. Uh I I mean it is flawed, but I enjoyed uh most everything about it and the stuff that I didn't enjoy, uh I was fine with giving it a pass. Um, and probably my favorite part of the movie was the uh, Robo Cowboy Dog Man. Oh, cool. <laughs> Jeff Fahey. Uh, yeah, Jeff yeah. Fahey. He's so yeah, awesome. Yeah. He's wonderful. This the movie, pilot from Lost. This, yeah. Well, also, he's <laughs> also, well, yeah, Lawnmower Man. Um, <clears throat> this movie has so many <laughs> people in it yeah. that are just like like there to sit in makeup for nine hours to be in two shots. Yeah. Um, and I kind of love that about it. Like, I don't know. It's very, it's very interesting. I, I agree with John. I enjoyed it too. What? I, what? Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed it too. Um, and I think 
One of the most amazing things about this movie is how you don't realize she has massive eyes. Yeah. 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 It's totally like 10 minutes in the movie I forgot entirely. I think that in terms of a live action CG movie, it may be like one of the best looking. Mm -hmm. I'd say. Weta really knocked it out of the park. Ever. Like they do a really good job making it feel pretty seamless. Obviously she looks cartoonish, but they – set that up in the world like she's established as a different looking thing yeah. well, and there's and, freaks walking yeah, around everywhere there's yeah. enough other weirdos in there that it's not like she stands out as the entirely CG character she just looks like one of many other cyborgs that exist yeah. in the world special effects wise yeah there are some people that <clears throat> gave this movie everything they had everything yeah. they had Weta really knocked it out of the park it's yeah. kind of like when you think about it it's any time that it may look off to anybody who's watching. Like, it kind of serves her character because she's supposed to be different and artificial and stuff. So it's like, oh, she kind of looks weird in the scene. It's like, cool, she does look weird and different because mm-hmm. she's a cyborg lady. So I, I, think I, think, it'll, I think it'll also age pretty well because they're like points where they slide from being <clears throat> like made entirely in a computer to like soundstage actors kind of mm-hmm. like and it it knows when that's going to look good or look bad so there's mm-hmm. lots of times where you see like Christoph Waltz is there and then he's like oh no and he like kind of like ducks out of the scene for the whole time shit has to happen and then once that shit is resolved he's like all right I'm back yeah. you know like he kind of comes back into it well, but I think he, that's smart he was really slow and the, the few little action shots he's in you can tell he's a Anytime old man he yeah. hobbles on but screen where, with I a think ridiculous that works hammer within the context God, his of hammer the story is so stupid like a <laughs> hammer with a rocket on it but it was pretty fucking it's rad. cool it's anime yeah, yeah it's it anime and that's uh, I, I, I wonder if Reinhardt from Overwatch if they were inspired by Alita because I mean Alita's from the 90s yeah. yeah but I feel like rocket hammer axes or I mean yes probably mm, in some yeah. way unintentionally but maybe not specifically no I think they stole it um, I will say that I think that it's a garbage script well there's too much going on well so almost every negative thing that I came up with about the movie kind of has like a positive caveat which is like the pacing for this movie is borked I like I'd never look at my watch or <laughs> the time and then when it was over I turned to Elise and I was like I was like, have we been in here for four <laughs> hours or 90 minutes? It, it was a two-hour movie that felt like a three-and-a-half-hour film. Which is a good thing, maybe? I don't I know. Think. But you're watching it going, oh, the person who wrote this, James Cameron and one other person, really respected the manga. Yeah, they didn't be- want to cut anything. Because it has straight-up manga arcs. There's, like, five manga arcs that, like, if you watch anime or read manga, like, totally recognize as the things that manga and anime do to not kill time, mm-hmm. but create these mini arcs so they don't have to always be tackling yeah. the actual story, yeah. the actual premise, you know? Every so, every character had, like, their own kind of story rather than every character being involved in one story. Was, yeah. There was a lot of, yeah, like, everyone had their little... The the only thing is that when you're do, watching something like that over the course of 30 episodes of an anime or, you know... 200 pages of a manga, I think it's a different experience than watching it in two hours. Because in like the two hours, I was like, where have we... I was like, I, I said so to John... So much happens. I said to John, <laughs> the only thing that this movie is really missing is that there needs to be some point where Christoph Waltz goes like, Alita, we have solved this problem. Man, it has been a crazy 48 yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah. You know, like... Because we had a kind of debate over it. And yeah, I, I thought that... 
there were points where they talked about how it had been weeks since she had been there. Was it not? I think I think it's like five days. Really? I think from from the beginning of the movie to before just the end of the movie, it's like five days. And people can check me on that, but I also went back to the wiki, and the wiki says the next day a lot, which yeah. when you well, count them up, works out to about five. I mean, that's written by, you know, like uh, a 16-year-old. Well, I yeah. remember, but is, if it's giving that perception, I think that's yeah, that's maybe a problem yeah, of the, it. The only um, time I remember it being explicit is, I don't know, it's, this is too much of a spoiler. Towards the end. Towards yeah, the, yeah, there, the end. There's yeah. a time-lapse sequence where, like, yeah. time... Which, and then the announcer's by. like, oh boy, it's been like a whole month, but yeah. here we are. Uh, which is weird yeah. because that's explicit. <laughs> yeah. Which makes me think that you're just supposed to count the days. And in terms of day-night cycles in the movie, there's only five. <laughs> but I, I told James, how long does it take to love a daughter? You know? Yeah. It's pretty immediate. No, I'm fine with Listen, <laughs> I, again, it's... <laughs> they had to label her. It's just something that seems strange when you're watching the movie because like I said, there are story arcs and there's, so it starts with, oh my gosh, there's this little robot girl we found in the junkyard. What's that? Oh, it's part of this bigger thing. <clears throat> and then like manga, it goes, but we got, we can't resolve that now because my <laughs> publisher's telling me we got to get 500 well, yeah, so issues. I, I read right? the first two volumes of the manga and it really, it reminded me of something like Dragon Ball Z where it is, it's a fight manga. It was meant yeah. for like every issue or two for there to be a big fight scene between Alita Originally called Galley. She's got huge eyes anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to fight some robot guy and, yeah, and yeah. dismember him. Which which is fine, but it's still weird when it's like the first night she she's like, all right, I'm going to bed for the first time. And then the very next morning, like, the, Christoph Waltz is like, don't stay out after night because yeah. there's a serial killer on the loose. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I mean, shouldn't you be like, let's work on your knees? Like, yeah. the very <laughs> the second morning she's alive, she's helping him perform surgery. Yeah. And that seems she's like the kind of like James. routine you would get into after having been around each other for a, a bit of time. But then he does, there is a line where he goes like, careful, Alita, you, you've only been alive for two days. <laughs> So don't stay out to, it's just very, there are those things that I've thought was kind of like remnants of no one going back into the script and going like, wait, hold on, this is going to be one movie. Well, yeah, the, the story was like James Cameron had like a 600-page document that yeah. Robert Rodriguez had to turn into like a 120-page script. You, mm. you know what it kind of felt like? A way better version? Jupiter Ascending. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Jupiter yeah. Ascending is similar in that it has these like arcs, 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 arcs. because it's huge like, world, Yeah, crazy someone universe. had a massive lore book. Um, and then, and then, but then the studio was like, no, nah, no, nah, it's gotta be two hours, dog. <laughs> yeah. And so they, instead of cutting things, just brought everything down. Um, but I mean, I still, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. She and, was amazing. Yeah. Rose Salazar. I don't know if I've seen any of the other movies she's in. I actually, uh, Trials I watched Chips from 2017 specifically because she was in it. Oh. Is is okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, well. but she's amazing. In this she's movie. really yeah. good. Yeah. To go from this whatever weird suit she's got to sit and mm-hmm. act in to the performance they captured at Weta's, it's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, having a performance from a CG character and a movie full of real people, like and carrying the film pretty much the whole time. Is yeah, pretty yeah. She, her character was also the, yeah. You know, she's kind of the sweet, pure little creature mm-hmm. that has to like hit the real world at a certain point and then stick to her guns, I guess, her own, mm-hmm. you know, 
yeah. wonderful way of looking at the world. Even though she's beating the shit out of things and ripping their arms off, she's still <laughs> um, this kind of sweet, wonderful creature. Something uh, that I kind of took away from this, possibly because I saw a video about it like the day before uh, going into it, um, which it actually differs in the manga. I feel like in the manga, 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 <clears throat> manga. in the manga, um, it's a bit more, you know, because it's like 90s Japan, it's a bit more sexualized. Um, whereas in this, it's the opposite of like, say, Fifth Element, where, you know, they, uh, a, a guy did a video on it. He, it's like pop culture detective. It, he, he, born sexy yesterday. Yeah, born sexy yesterday, yeah. where it's like this adult oh, yeah, creature yeah, yeah. has the mind of a child, yeah. but they're sexy. Yeah. Um, Only wearing and, and I really love that they didn't do that in this movie. They just kept her a, like a, a character, the lead character. That's going through the story. It's it was never like hubba hubba. There well, was never any of that. It was like thank you. I agree, except for one shot where she there's something changes about her. So basically, she like is able to change aspects of her own physical oh, yeah. appearance. I think I know what you're oh, yeah. talking. And there's a close up of her making her boobs bigger. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I was like, that's someone weird. There, there's yeah. still a little bit. Someone of it brought in the that movie. up on Twitter, and my theory was, I mean, is, does it spoil it saying what it is? You just say, I mean, she like she obviously gets upgrades. Yeah. So (laughs) my theory was that the body was kind of non-gender specific. Like it it wasn't a male or female body. Uh So when it when it attached to her and she identifies as a female, her body it changed into the body of a woman. Yeah, but it was bigger boobs than she had. Oh, was it? She matured. And they made explicit. They made it. There's an explicit. It's not necessarily intentional sexualization. Okay. Yeah. But. It was a it was bad timing because it's Christoph Waltz who yeah watching the, the body king of techno <laughs> Senior, jargon by yeah. the way they give he him did, he all did the amazing. garbage lines and he just amazing. kills it yeah um, he says stuff about your Panzer counts yeah and you believe it you're like yes um, this guy knows what he's yeah. talking he about and it doesn't ability. sound yeah. like mo- uh, mumbo jumbo but he literally says like oh, she's changing it to the way she wants to look, and then it's a close-up of her boobs getting bigger. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, that's a little strange. And then she immediately goes to a boy, and she's like, what do you think? <laughs> so there there were some points where I was yeah. like, she isn't the most amazing feminist hero necessarily. No, well, because she does a lot of stuff to please Ito and Hugo. Yeah. Which is easily the worst part of the movie was the, the love interest. Yeah. forced romance with Hugo. Which, which I think could have worked if they were a little bit more explicit about the time passing. Because <laughs> if it's like, oh, well, you know, I built this relationship with this guy and I've known him for a really long time and I trust him and he's my, my friend and stuff. But when it is, when it does feel like it's been three days and mm. she's willing to sacrifice everything for this dude. Yeah. She just has know? a crush on the first boy that notices her. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. And he's a shithead. And, and I was going to say, this is barely a spoiler. If you know anything about how generally these movies work, it's not a perfect relationship. And Hugo isn't the perfect guy. Nope. And when she finds out that he's not the perfect guy, it's, she's like just like shook to the core. But honestly, she doesn't know his last name either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he might not have one. That dude, he's, he's really strange looking because he's like, got, at least in one scene, is like jacked. Like has a real man's body. Oh, but yes. has like a... 12-year-old yeah. boy's he's, face. He's dense. He's like a gymnast. He yeah. kind of seems like a like a 90s Disney hunk. Well, you know what he looks like. He Johnny looks, Tsunami. Oh, he, there we he go. He looks and he dresses exactly the way Robert Rodriguez thinks he looks. <laughs> <laughs> he's Robert Rodriguez's upgraded Dream suit. boy. Yeah. Oh. 
which I thought was really funny. He does he have a lot up, of cool leather jackets. And he yeah. showed, wears bandanas and yeah. stuff. Like, he <laughs> looks exactly like Robert, a young Robert Rodriguez. And Robert Rodriguez was actually a professional unicyclist. There so. you go. Perfect. <laughs> Um, you know, straight straight yeah. out of Spy Kids. It is interesting. There's like a whole murder ball, uh, which battle is, ball. What is it? Burner ball? Motor murder ball. Motor ball, ball yeah. is, when I looked at the trailers, I, I was like, I'm going to hate the rollerball sequences. But they were actually pretty fucking rad. They yeah. were cool. But it's also, again, it feels like a sub arc from yeah. the manga that they didn't cut. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I read the first two volumes and there was no motor ball yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, it's cool. Great tape. Cool to see. Not exactly. I always compare the choreography of a race battle to Speed Racer, and thus far nothing's come close. Speed Racer is amazing because it's just lights and flashing, yeah. but you know exactly oh, what Colors. place and where in the track so every single every single racer is at all times. And this is just like chaos and nonsense. And I don't. I'm not. Sh- I don't know the rules of motorball. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the objective <laughs> I mean, is. To at get all. the ball in the hole. It seems but like... where is the hole? They did a whole. Like, it's, are they doing laps? Yeah. yeah and at this... one point, she threw the ball behind her and just ditched it. So well, it just started and it, murdering. It, yeah. Dude. And it, yeah. Just went in, it just went into another thing, and yeah. then they were yeah. like, "We're still playing the game." Yeah. She jumps out of the ring through a billboard. They're like, "Whoa, that's pretty neat." Yeah. <laughs> um, I. <laughs> That was a little bit of a spoiler, but that was a great scene. <laughs> I, I will say that my favorite character, other than um, fuck, what's his name? Jeff Fahey. No, other than other Zapan. than Zapan. Zapan. <laughs> Ed Screen. It's like Japan. Describe him. Uh, white hair. Oh, <laughs> Doctor Nova. Nova. Doctor Nova. Nova. <laughs> my favorite character, other than Nova, is um, oh, fuck. Who who the fuck was it? What does he do? Oh, uh, it was uh, Jai, Jai Courtney. Oh, what? Yeah. The champion? Oh, yeah. The other oh, yeah. champion, which was Jai Courtney, who's in the movie. He for got his, like, he had the grind Jai cutter Courtney. originally. Oh, who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the champion. Yeah. He's the the, hand, the so, finger, long fingers. No, no, no. He was oh. the champion. They showed him once. They went to the pit for one motorball yeah. match, and they were like, let's go to the pit. And then it just had, like, a scene where this guy's like, hurry up, gr- cut it off, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And it, I was like, Jai Courtney, I was like, can't wait to see him come back, doesn't <laughs> doesn't come back. Yeah. In the sequel that they're not going to make. Well, that's a weird thing, too. The movie, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a really unsatisfying movie because they're clearly setting it up for yeah. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then it kind of, I mean, it resolves... Okay. No, I, I think there it has all, enough uh, arcs for its characters where it is setting up other movies, but it doesn't fall into the problem of just setting up other movies like Age of Ultron or yeah. something. Like mm-hmm. it has enough uh, culmination for certain character arcs that it seems like a complete. But film. it is weird because it it fast forward through what would be the first part of the next movie. Yeah, yeah that's true. It, there's like they go M- a month later, and then I'm like, that, no, that's where the next movie starts. <laughs> Um, because they needed the closure for this movie. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's hey, it's tough adapting uh, manga. I think mm. so. I think this one came pretty close, especially though. a fight manga. That it like the story is for the fights, yeah, and yeah. everything else is just in the background. Yeah. Um, yeah. Robert Rodriguez got to make another bite uh, bar fight scene, which yeah. I thought it was, was one of the highlights of the film. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. The action in general in this movie is it's, great. It's like it's just. I don't know if legible is the right word. Like, you can always keep track of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe less so during Motorball, where it's just, like, insane and fast and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But when she's just beating up dudes, it's fun to watch. And it's something that I, I hate in a lot of, like, 
modern action movies and I see this in like Marvel movies a lot is when people are having a fist fight and it cuts a thousand times yeah that's like, the Bourne style that's kind of yeah. for me that's my personal identifier between whether or not it's a good action movie is mm-hmm. do they shoot it wide and show you multiple steps <clears throat> in one shot or are they working with people who you know only did three weeks of mm-hmm. martial arts training or whatever Duke with the it. yeah and they're and they're <laughs> getting one shot of a punch and the other shot of a reaction like that, that I forget where I learned it. I've you know I've watched so many like behind the scenes and stuff. But at one point, someone was explaining that's what makes good action is when you see the the punch being thrown and received in the same shot without it cutting. Like that, that's basically that's good. All you need that's all you need to make an action scene good is to show the action and the reaction in the same shot. And like mm-hmm. cutting in between it just takes everything out of it. That's why I didn't like Wonder Woman. I loved all the non-action stuff, but Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Cuts through everything and all the action. Hmm. Yeah, very great choreography in this movie. Uh, I don't know. There's there's a lot going. I think there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good, and there are problems. It's not a a flawless film, but definitely fun and definitely worth seeing. I think on a biggest screen as you can see it on. And I saw it in 3D, and I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. What you see it in 3D? I did see it in 3D, and it kind of my my walk away from it was. The best that 3D can offer me is not noticing that I'm watching it in 3D. Yeah, I tell people all this, this all the time. That's what 3D is supposed to be. 3D yeah. is not supposed to be where you're going, whoa, yeah, this is getting close to me. Yeah. It's supposed to be, it's like the equivalent of watching it on your phone or watching it on a larger screen. That's what 3D is supposed to be. It just adds another layer of literal depth. Dimension, yeah. And you're not supposed to think about it. It's just supposed to be yeah. subtle yeah, I mean, Christopher Nolan's talked about it, and I basically agree with him. Smart guy. <laughs> um, but uh, but the your brain already does all that. Mm-hmm. Watching this, I know he's further in the back. <laughs> like, yeah. your brain does the 3D for you. That's why the movies work that way. So if they're going to charge me an extra, because tickets were really expensive. $16? And, yeah. and it was, so if they're 17. charging me that. Also, there were, there were like no standard screenings. I had to see it in 3D. Oh, really? And I was like, oh, this oh, is weird. good 3D because I don't notice it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that's still, if you're charging me more, <laughs> Yeah. that's still not a good <laughs> trade for me. Um, I, I mean, we can't take a time machine, but I theorize that maybe you liked it a little bit more because you saw it in 3D. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I see a lot of movies in not 3D and then and don't go, oh, I just wish I knew which character was further away. Well, yeah. that's... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think one of the... Was, wait, okay, well, how about this? When you're in a theater, when you go to IMAX yeah. and it's bigger, yeah. you're not going through the whole movie going, wow, this screen's so big. You don't think about it. It's just uh-huh. a bigger screen. It makes your brain feel a little better. Well, yeah. I mean, I, for me, again, IMAX is not a size thing. It's a clarity thing. Um, and mind. I do feel like I do feel like if you watch something on seventy millimeter, there is a clarity there, and also IMAX sound makes a difference. So I appreciated the sound design more than any of the three D in loud this movie, because yeah. it basically yeah. felt like I had a rumble pack beneath my <laughs> seat, <laughs> which so is a loud. cool immersive experience. It, it, but def- if I was just watching it on a regular screen, that wasn't darker. 
because the movie's fucking darker. It is. I darker. always flip down my glasses and I go, I go. That's the way it's supposed to look. There's like a point where she's running across the rooftops and it's dusk. Yeah. And I, I was like, cool nope, Spider-Man I don't care about scene. 3D. And I flipped down my glasses because I wanted to see what the actual color cones were supposed <laughs> yeah, to be. Yeah, that's the one. It's unfortunately they haven't outside. solved the light issue. Yeah. yeah with 3D, I, I don't. I think it's a theatrical experience movie. Is I guess the point yeah, I was yeah absolutely. Say. It's worth going to see as big as possible. Yes. And I guess you get to see more of the world, the little universe of the the. Trash dump, whatever they call it, where they live. Iron I Town. Iron Town. Yeah. I just, I just love the city uh, and the look of it. Mm-hmm. I um, do too. I like all. I, there's this is a concept book too. If you if there's sell a concept yeah. book for this, there's probably oh, yeah. so much cool shit. Yeah. Of all kinds so, of just stuff. Street corners yeah. that look fun. Uh, do you need to do an ad read? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna thank Robin Hood for sponsoring us and uh, tell you guys a little bit about what they do. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Filmhouse a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at filmhouse.robinhood.com. And thanks again, Robinhood, for bringing us here this week to talk about Alita. So um, I guess we can start spoilers now. Um, we can, uh, we've can. we been actually been pretty positive about this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, um, other than Hugo, which is the absolute <laughs> worst part of the film. Um, yeah, we can start ripping into it more or uh, getting spoily territory um, about the coolest cameo at the very end oh, of the film. Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was James Cameron the entire like. Every, so did Elise. Every time they flashed to him, I'm like, why did James Cameron cast Elise? himself as the villain? By the way, Elise, Elise loved this movie because she'd want me to tell everyone that she loved it. Mm. Um, oh, they got one of the bites. But uh, but yeah, she told me after she was like, I thought that was James Cameron the whole time, and I was like, I was like, I thought that was the person it is, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, but it can't be because that didn't make any logical sense either. Um, They've got one of the bikes, you guys. Yeah, they made oh, there cool. it is. Different one too. <laughs> Yeah, I, um, this is why I like seeing movies with John because I know there are scenes that he's gonna laugh out loud at, <laughs> and the uh, we're, we're spoiling, right? Yeah, yeah we're in yeah, spoilers. Yeah, yeah. so talk about the reveal of Nova being Edward Norton, I was like, here's the beat, and John's gonna laugh at that. <laughs> it was the same thing with the dog guy. Oh man, no. Okay, ranger. so every <laughs> single time Robo Cowboy Dog Man was on screen, Jacob and I were like bouncing in our chairs, giggling because <laughs> yeah. it's so. Yeah. So funny. Like, I knew Look at the, the, tell me that's not Nova. It's the same. Oh. It's the same. <laughs> He's got the, it's same the same. For the audio listeners. No, you're absolutely or I guess right. And for the video uh, listeners, uh, Dan is putting his fingers over the eyes of James Cameron. It's I identical. It. And it looks exactly a, like Nova. Yeah. For Put the a movie. white mullet on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you're 100% right. Yeah. Um, I, I'll, I'll say this. I do feel like that with a stronger script, this movie would be remembered for longer. Um, I, I think you can do it. I, we can get cool action movies from like different mediums that are translated correctly. It's a hard bar, but 
Into the Spider-Verse is an amazing script yeah. that yeah. a bunch of people who really cared about then went in and then worked on this amazing script and then brought to life. I do think this is a, this movie has a subpar script that hurts it. There's um, just too much in it. There's too much going on. There's too much we, in we it. We had that feeling that it was like a three or four hour movie in two hours, and the, that is a problem. The dialogue isn't great. The tone is kind of all over the place. It starts out pretty slow. It feels like it, feels like it could, could be a kid's movie. And then she goes, fuck your mercy, and then cuts someone's face off. Yeah, like, like you yeah. see people being maimed and split apart and stuff. Yeah. We, yeah. I, I could have seen, this could have been an R-rated movie if they added a little bit of gore to the, yeah. the amount yeah. of dismemberments mm-hmm. and head chops all Yeah, I was going to bring up how it's kind of like, and it's so violent, but also not that violent at the same time. Because everybody's got blue blood. Yeah. And it's like, oh, look, his robot face got cut off. That's what Transformers does, too. Yeah. Tra- Optimus Prime is like, the most brutal graphic murderer <laughs> of robot people, and they'll like rip their sp- robo spines out, but because they're robots, it's fine. Yeah, he kills Leonard Nimoy's character by shooting him in the head. <laughs> but I, yeah, I do think there is some sort of like, I think there's something that is communicated non verbally onto people who are like, no, no, this is, this is violent. Like, yeah. no yeah. matter if it's toy, toys or whatever. I had a question. Um, was it why does everyone that lives in this world have robot parts? <laughs> did you notice like no. whenever they did a background scene, like half the people were, had robot arms and legs? Like mm, yeah. who's who's dismembering everybody in the future? <laughs> the doctor's it's putting dangerous. them back together. Sorry, go, what was your question? Um, this is something that I know a lot of people like. I think there's a whole website for it. Is, that's, you know, we're in spoiler terry. Doesthedogdie.com. Oh, no. Um, how did you guys feel about I that? Mean, yeah. Oh yeah, he squished it. How would it not die? Well, no, it was like he got his, he did shot. that seem necessary? Like, I mean, I guess that's how she gets her face paint. That's yeah. so that's, it would have been, been blue otherwise. Let's go back to scripting issues mm-hmm. because the dog is there, but she doesn't really have that much of a relationship with the dog other than she's fascinated it, fascinated with it the same way she may be fascinated with a flower. It returns just so that way it can die. Yeah. So that way she can get to the way she looks on the poster. Yeah. And those are not those are not smooth transitions. Those are like starting at point B and then trying to figure out what A is as opposed to the logical progression of A to B. And I think those are script issues. So yeah, when she reached down because the blood that she smears on herself is from this dog yeah. that literally just falls her follows her into a bar. Yeah. Um so I know this is a weird video. Sorry, I'll mention what this is for uh, audio listeners. But there's this girl that doesn't have arms, and it's probably the best like product placement thing ever. <laughs> is that Cameron teamed up with these people that actually make robot arms and got oh, like cool. Alita branded cool. robot oh, wow. arms for oh, this wow. young lady? Um, and it's just about the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I found this on on, on Fox's Whoa. Alita videos, but it's so rad. And then yeah. they took her to the premiere or whatever. That's really cool. But I, I think this is really neat. That's great. And, like the best thing that I guess Hollywood can do with its bullshit. Badass! Yeah, wow. She's posing so cool. on the blue carpet with her robot <laughs> oh, arms. Did they get her leather pants too? <laughs> is, the, is, the, is the carpet blue because all the blood is blue in the movie? <gasps> Maybe. <gasps> Except the dogs. Um, that's actually, there's a really cool, I mean, I don't know how many of them there are now, but there's like a group of cyborgs because anyone who has a robotic prosthetic is technically a cyborg. Mm-hmm. Like current right now in the real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and there's a group of them on Reddit that like meet up and post for pictures <laughs> nice. where some of them have robot arms and legs and stuff and they do a group picture every now and then. It's mm. pretty it's pretty cool that like 
something that we've seen in science fiction for so long is actually <clears throat> like a real thing now, mm-hmm. and it's not like a shitty real life version. It's it's very. It's not a monocycle. Yeah, <laughs> it's very similar to how it's portrayed in movies. Mm-hmm. These robot uh, prosthetics. It is it's pretty cool. It is interesting because in this they hint. Like most things in this in this movie, they hinted it without really exploring it, but they hint at the idea of discrimination. Well, yeah, I guess that was one of my negatives in this film is that there's a lot of theme there, way in the background yeah. that they don't address at all. Like, and they're powerful themes, but they don't touch Hugo, on them. Hugo is part of this one group of friends who are like totally cool with Alita, just not with him banging her, I guess. Mm. Yeah. And he and they even have a hard hard body is like a name for whatever her type is. But it's weird when, like Dan mentioned earlier, everyone in the background has, like, a power loader for yeah, an arm, yeah. you know, like. So there's a lot of stuff like that. Is and that, like, a cool cosmetic thing? Or are people getting, like, their arms so chopped I, off all the time? If I the had future? to guess, in it's the like lore, upgrade. they do establish that uh, what's Nova likes using organic parts to experiment. Oh. There is a there is a setup for that, so there could be some sort of black market for organic parts. Well, there definitely is. Oh. So so that would make sense that someone might go to sleep and then wake up in a bathtub without an arm, and then they have to get a power loader <laughs> strapped to it. Oh yeah. Or or the, they are a working class people, and maybe if the option, although it may, the, if you have to feed your family by replacing your leg with a leg that picks corn faster, oh, yeah, you, you sell know, your. <laughs> You, you would go for it because they do kind of establish that some people in this world are kind of desperate, but most people just walk around. Um, I do. What do you think is the uh, worst scene in this whole movie? Because I have a tie for two. Hmm. Worst scene? Yeah, in the whole movie. Hmm. Uh, this is one of the cool scenes. You right go first. Here. Yeah. So uh, some people actually uh, suppose that. So at one point, James Cameron was making a Spider-Man movie. And they said that he might have choreographed this whole scene technically for Spider-Man. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's from Spider-Man fighting a blade woman. Yeah. 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 John laughed at that scene right there. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that <laughs> meant when she hits, that <laughs> made me laugh. Uh, well, I'll give you one of my yeah, what's your worst favorite scene scenes. Uh, the end, Hugo. There's a situation with Hugo. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. where Who's just the worst. He, every, he kind of brings it all down, but he almost dies, but he's saved at a cost. He is he is now part robot. <gasps> but I, I, liked, I liked the scene where she had his head, like, attached to her. Like, the, yeah. she, like, tricked the bounty people or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah she kind of like... tricked. She kind of tricked, and then the movie forgot in the next scene whether or not she had actually tricked anyone, yeah. Yeah. which is yeah. kind of weird. Um, it was a little awkward, but, but I, I uh, thought that was an interesting little twisty. That again, just, it all goes back to the script. The script is is the <laughs> shortcoming of this, um, and everyone else salvaged it as much as possible. But uh, Hugo gets a robot body, which is weird because the doctor already said he didn't have any more robot bodies. But then he got a robot <laughs> he had an body. an extra one. And then, and then he's unconscious and then immediately wakes up when she goes out for like three seconds. She leaves for like three seconds. <laughs> And then gets a call from the doctor saying that, oh, no, he's trying to climb a pipe. Yeah. yeah. There's up, a up pipe, to There's a pipe that takes you to the floating city in the sky. And he's like, I'm going to climb it. So he's just <laughs> yeah. walking with his robot body, which is stronger than his old body, which if that if it were that easy, and everyone has a power loader for an arm. <laughs> Wouldn't but anyway, be? so she runs after him to try and stop him from doing it. And then this blade comes down. Oh, you didn't like that? 
No, because they cool. just saved him. Yeah. So, so that's there, was a, there was a cut scene there where, where Hugo wakes up and freaks out being a robot man. And well, they, they cut it out. These, there's, there's like 40 these, minutes I was of saying, film oh, really? that's these, not But these are the that. pacing problems. I read stuff. There's, there's, this is why you need a coherent story, and then you can throw everything on top of it because you don't get to that point emotionally when they just showed you a scene where Hugo's basically dying and then he's like, oh, no, he's un- his life is forever changed. And you're like, oh, man, he's going to have to live with that. <laughs> then he's fine. And then he's not fine because he tried to jump a blade and he's split into a thousand pieces again. And he's like, well, that's it. And I'm like, just get him a new body. Like, what, <laughs> yeah. now this is too much. Why? Because he's, he's going to bang his head too hard on the ground. Like, yeah. it's just it jerks you around a lot. And, and the fact that that's what happens to the end of their relationship after all that bullshit like, if I were her, I would be, like, hang, holding on to him, hanging, going, like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, yeah. Die, kill yourself. She, she needs to realize she was too good for him yeah. way earlier in that. But, I don't know, I, I enjoyed that scene when they're on top of the pipe and she's, like, hanging on to, like, the little tiny bit of his body there that is, didn't get chopped up. Well, there's something, uh, I don't know, climactic action that was that was neat about that. Hanging I, above the city. I, don't I know. think there was a cooler sequence with that pipe that happens earlier in the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. The flashback? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, all of the flashbacks. Were, I want to see that movie. That's, so when, they, when they're like, oh, we're going back to the pipe and you, I already know what's going to happen. I was like, eh, this is Dragon Ball. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Seems like they could have Although spent they have time another time one that's in the flashback, all of them can jump as high as Alita, and they all instead decided to run away, lay down and shoot yeah. their machine <laughs> guns at this giant blade that's coming at them, and therefore all of them died. Yeah, I don't know. There were, yeah, there's weird <laughs> physics issues where sometimes you can jump as tall as a building, and other times the blade's gonna get you. Yeah. Um, and then I have another scene that I think is the worst in the whole movie. Well, and it's not when had, the dog gets smashed. No, I, was, I mean, I, I, I didn't have too many problems with the dog getting yeah. smashed. That but actually it just seemed like a little. That villain, Gruishka, was actually toned down a lot from the bit of the manga I read. Oh, where yeah. he's like, in that he's eating people's brains Ugh. to oh. feel their fear to suppress his own pain. Well, like, that's cool. It, he's got this huge long tongue, and he's like got a. His spine is essentially like a snake's tail, and he's like cool. writhing around <laughs> in the sewers everywhere. Yeah, he's, he's pretty terrifying, so eating it, people's brains and stuff. Like yeah, that. in the manga, he has like a smaller body to begin with, but then Alita fucks him up, and so he slithers away with just his head. <laughs> when he steals then, someone else's yeah, body, yeah, then he goes to Motorball or I it's, guess somewhere. It's, it's like, not Motorball. It's, but it's like, like a, the biggest, baddest dude. Yeah. It's like robot. And he goes fights. in there and basically just like his spine. Goes in where the guy's spine is and basically he rips his head off and puts his own head there. That's cool. It's it pretty, was pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah. He was cool designing this, but yeah, there was kind of an escalation issue where he just like showed up as a massive dude, got his ass kicked, ran away, and he's like, I'll be back. Came <laughs> back, got a. Got set on fire. Yeah. He's like, I'll be back. Like, every single time he would just lose the fight and then run away. And go. An unrecognizable Jackie Earl Haley. No, oh, yeah, I saw him I, in the credits as we were leaving. It's a Jackie Earl Haley. I was like, wow. They completely covered his face. I mean, so wait, what was the, your second my worst scene worst in the whole scene, movie? Yeah. When he's telling the story about his daughter. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that was, that's the worst scene in the whole movie. It's a flashback. <laughs> it's a flashback about why one, what happened to his daughter, and two, why he doesn't fuck with murder ball or motor ball anymore. It's because he used to design robots for it, but then one of them <laughs> broke into his house, which, by the way, What's is just stupid. his front door wide open. <laughs> all of his doors were open all the time. And then he comes running in, and then he just starts grabbing blue bottles. <laughs> Give me the drugs. <laughs> Give me the drugs, which I don't know. It's because they don't even establish that drugs are a thing or that you would need them or whatever. And this, he just grabs it, drags these bottles, and he's like, hey, you stop there. 
and then his daughter rolls out in the most archaic old wheelchair <laughs> of all time, which doesn't make any sense. And then, uh, and then, did he just push her over? He just he yeah. runs at her, and she goes ah. <laughs> and he pushes. It's like her. it's like the door is straight ahead of him, and he runs zigzag yeah. over to like push the girl over and somehow kill her. It just and then he runs out the door. He's like, I'm leaving, but yeah. I'm killing your daughter yeah. first. And then Christoph Waltz who clearly hadn't filmed that scene or wasn't there when they filmed the scene is describing a completely different scenario where he's like, yeah. she couldn't get out of the way fast enough. It's like, no, he just zagged over to her, hit her, really hit her, her kid's girl in a wheelchair for no reason and then ran out the door and then, of course, there's a shot of the wheelchair on yeah. the side. Spinning <laughs> wheel. Spinning. Nowhere in sight. She got pushed she got so launched. hard. She got fucking launched. That, um, that scene could have been all subtext. Yeah, like, it could have like been. All you needed was Jennifer Connelly talking about who's in my daughter's body, that's enough. Well, you could have also just had Christoph Waltz describing it. It sounded way more compelling being described than when you see it. And it (laughs) looks... the Lifetime movie flashback. Yeah. Because he he can deliver any line, as as proven in this film. So it is... That is this movie, though, in a nutshell. Oh, that was real chocolate that she got to eat? That's the um, biggest chocolate. You guys were saying that earlier. It's the biggest chocolate bar on Earth. I did think it was strange. kill you if you eat that. that This world of... Poverty, they have giant bars of chocolate. Yeah, and literally in the theater when she picked up that chocolate bar, my my first thought was, oh, no, if she eats that whole thing, she's going to feel sick because <laughs> it's so big. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's an extra powerful robot jaw to bite yeah. through it. I mean, even for a dystopia, every, everybody seemed like they were in a pretty good mood. It was yeah. okay. The whole time. It's yeah. kind of like the, the underworld in uh, Demolition Man. Oh. They, the rat got, burgers. they got rat burgers. Yeah, they're free <laughs> down there. And beer. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. There's just some weird, jarring things in this movie. Where I'm like, oof! Someone should have told James Cameron that this is not. <laughs> this doesn't read very well. I wonder how much he really had to do with it. After like writing the script, and here you go, Robbie Rodriguez, do your thing. Hmm. Didn't I'm, he announce it at Comic Con like ten years ago or something? Well, he was he. They were making. They were doing R and D for this film and Avatar at the same time, and then wow. he went off and did Avatars instead, which was probably a good move, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's not a bad movie by any yeah. means. I think it's thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah, I think so. But I, it's it, I think it's a shame. What did it, it made? It's made 137 million so far. Um, it has not been to Japan or China yet. Yeah, it releases in Japan and China on the 22nd. And China saved Venom and get, made it a huge fucking hit. So mm-hmm. maybe it can do this for this. I, I hope so because I would like to see more of these uh, movies in this universe. Yeah. I kind of want to know what happens. Yeah. Maybe after read the comics. Then they talk up. Uh, Zalem, the Sky City, the whole time, and it looks super cool up there, but you never actually get to see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are, are they immortals? Did they anyone say, else pull that? They said that they had basically gotten rid. The people up there, if there are even people, because who knows, mm-hmm. um, they're all have basically Norton. yeah become immortal. They all have jewels in their head. Yeah, they have jewels in their head. Oh, but, well. but the, the way there's robot man. <laughs> Robot dog boy. <laughs> I did think the uh, pretty gnarly when the only way to get to Salem that uh, Vector has been hiding the whole time is to basically take all your body parts and mm-hmm. your eyes and your brain and put them in a box. Yeah, I thought that was pretty rad. So mm-hmm. that's what that was like. That's that that's was how her. he sends people to Salem. Oh, in well, a because box. he 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 goes. Oh, you don't actually send people. He's like, well, I do technically. Yeah, but. Not to okay. go live up free and be yeah. happy. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of, I guess, Vector, Mahershala Ali, great actor, 
decent in this movie, but completely underutilized. Like, for a great actor, they barely used him, mm-hmm. which makes me think there's a lot of footage not included in this two-hour cut. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they just re- reached out and to a bunch of casting agents and said, like, we want – James Cameron is making a movie. Who wants in? <laughs> and everyone was like, yep, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll yeah. do it. So, I mean, do they – Sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, do they still release director's cuts of stuff? Is that still a thing? Like, is anyone ever going to see the director's cut of Alita? Yeah, they might on Blu-ray. Depending on how many effects they rendered out is my guess. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm. Because this, I mean, every second with her in it is probably extremely expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, But Jennifer O'Connelly, too, similar to Mahershala, like great actress, but barely in the film, almost pointless. Mm. What are you going to say, Jacob? I was going to talk about Mahershala Ali and how he, like, almost all of his scenes where he was just, like, a conduit for Nova, yeah. and then he would fall over and be like, oh, god damn it, and then it would cut to the next scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I used to spend most of the movie going, can I get a water? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I liked his, um, he had a cool death, though, because he was still being controlled by Nova as his, the body was dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was very uncaring. I, I, I thought that was cool, where Nova was like, oh, well, it's fatal. I can fatal. Yeah, he's like, I can feel him dying. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so uh, something else I thought was kind of goofy was when she first comes across the street kids who are practicing motorball <laughs> yeah. on their rocket skates. Yeah. Rollerblades just aren't cool, even when they have rockets on them. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. That was, that was another thing where, the like, when she's first playing, she gets body checked by oh a dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. But she is made of metal. So, like, had he, if it was real, and you tried to run up and body check a metal cyborg, your your whole body would shatter. Well, it sh- <laughs> it should have been, like, the the um, Boston Dynamics. Oh, yeah. Where you over that dog yeah. robot, and it just bites <laughs> itself. <laughs> <laughs> well, s- similar, like, with cell phones. Like, why do they have cell phones in, in 25 or 2,500? She had, like, a radio in her head or yeah, something. Because you just hear, beep, beep, beep. Hey, I'm talking to you now. And yeah. she was yeah. just talking. Just sitting there. I, I want know. a cell phone in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think this is a good movie, but one of this new, I don't know if it's a new thing, but it definitely feels like it's a trend where the end credits should start with the visual effects people yeah. and then scroll down <laughs> through the cast yeah. and then scroll down very at the very end it should go and then it should go, also this was kind of written by. Yeah. And that should be the very <laughs> so, last credit. Speaking of credits, that was the quickest credit sequence in a movie that I can remember. Oh, you stayed for the whole thing? It was like two minutes long. Was there a post credit? No. Oh. I thought there might be because they didn't like lighten the theater at all. Oh yeah. That's what we were speculating. Yeah, we're like, oh the lights aren't coming up. There must be a post credit. And then I scrolled through I was checking if there was a post credit scene and I had to scroll through like five paragraphs for an article to tell me no. There's not a post credit scene. Just Media Stinger dog. Media Stinger? Yeah, it's a website that literally just is there to tell you whether or not things have post credits. All right. And whether or not they're worth it. Oh. (laughs) So um, um, so yeah, they, they never established the rules of motorball because, like in this one, where they're all just trying to murder her, mm-hmm. no one's trying to score; they're just killing each other. Which is, and then she jumps through, jumps through the big billboard and runs away. And it is set up that no one there actually cares about playing the game murderball yeah. in this particular instance of motorball. Isn't murderball <laughs> the wheelchair? Yes, basketball. Uh, <laughs> I actually kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I did really yeah, like the scene. Pieces out. She's like, I'm out of here. Yeah, all of her like. Gotcha moments when she's fighting things I felt were really cool. Mm-hmm. 
where she like turns something around, some big dumb robot or something. It always looked and felt awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And in that whole scene, that whole scene, I couldn't tell if she was killing people until there was the one guy that like shot his grappling hook at her and she threw it into like a metal crusher and it slowly sucked him in. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yep. okay, yeah, she's straight up murdering people. Yeah, she yeah. Fuck your mercy. <laughs> oh, yeah. She had a bunch of great lines. They're like, I will not stand while evil. I don't know. Yeah. That, I felt like that was almost the motto of the Mars colony that mm. she was like recalling uh, from her past. Maybe, yeah. You're the evil herbs. There, there, there's cool Robert Rodriguez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With his bandana. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there he is. <laughs> That's oh, the man. exact outfit he was wearing when he filmed El Mariachi. <laughs> Hugo, the guy who played Hugo walked into the audition. <laughs> Wearing a leather jacket and a bandana. Yeah. Robert went into saucers. Yeah. <laughs> He's so cool. Yeah. He had Alita eyes for a second. How many wheels did you ride in on? <laughs> um, oh. yeah. But yeah, cool movie. I, I say go see it while it's in theaters. Oh, yes. um, it'll lose something when it's small. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think uh, fun film. Yeah. Um, anything else? Anybody? Oh, just that I loved it. It is. It is fun. Yeah, it's a fun movie. I, and Elise wants me to say again that she loved it. She had such a good time. I don't know. Elise slacked me. She said she laughed really hard at the Hugo death scene. But she said, what? "What did she say? She said something that like, oh man, that moment." And I went, "Yeah, what a real bummer." Right as she typed, I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I was like, "Oh." No, I mean she she don't she enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. But every time I looked over, she was like, she was like. <laughs> I thought Ed Screen Squine. I don't know how you say his name, but he's pretty good as like the third villain or whatever. As yeah, man with the sword. Oh yeah, oh, I, yeah, thought yeah. He, I thought he was pretty menacing, playing the usual pretty boy. He's asshole. got this face. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do though like that you're first introduced to him as like, look, he's hunting for his prey, and then and then Hugo goes up and into a room and he's like, lost him. Yeah, <laughs> I lost him. Um, oh, he was doing his parkour. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he does a lot of parkour where you can't oh, see his face. I know my favorite character. Uh, Dr. Ito's assistant who stands there <laughs> oh, yeah. and says nothing. Yeah. And she's got robot tools. But she got a ticket to Motorball <laughs> and then she stood there dressed in a blue ver- jersey version, a Motorball jersey version <laughs> of her scrubs and said nothing. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely, she's got to be a character in the manga, right? Yeah, well, she's, a, she's an old dude. dude. Yeah, an old she's dude. an old oh, white okay. man. Okay. Isn't it like an old, old man? Yeah, he's got like a weird pot on his head or yeah. something. <laughs> I was just like, this screams of something that's left over from wanting to acknowledge a character from yeah. the manga. Yeah, she's got a front and center in a lot of shots, too. She is, and it always cuts to her reaction, which is blank. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's like, you can't go out, Alina. It's too dangerous. And it cuts to her, and she's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, yeah. Anyway. Her, her original body looked pretty rad. Yeah, all the engraving and yeah. stuff. Yeah, all the stuff is really Made with cool. love. They're just going to cut his daughter's head off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, good movie. Go see it. Go see this movie. Bye, mm-hmm. everyone. All right, yeah. Bye, everybody. Thanks Bye. for coming.